Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Behind the Curtain podcast. I'm your host, Justin Loy. This is a podcast where we take an inside look at an expat life. As an American citizen who has lived in Central Europe for almost 20 years, I'm going to take you behind the scenes to explore the joys and struggles of a foreigner. Welcome back to the Behind the Curtain podcast. Uh, A couple announcements before we get going. Uh, First of all, I'm still taking questions for a question and answer episode. So if you have any questions about what it's like to be a foreigner, please send them in. You can send them in to the Behind the Curtain podcast at gmail.com. I'm looking forward to exploring some of those questions with all of you. Uh, Second thing, please check out our new Instagram page. It's at the Behind the Curtain podcast. Uh, You can find that on Instagram, and uh, every week whenever I record a podcast, we'll put up an image, and you can try to guess as to what I'll be talking about that week. So check it out at the Behind the Curtain podcast on Instagram, and uh, do all the likes and things that people do on Instagram. Okay, so today we're going to look at something a little bit unusual. You know, whenever a foreigner comes to to a country there are always things that the foreigner finds a little bit jarring, uh, very much outside of their comfort zone. And uh, today I have the magazine that my local uh, government sends out monthly to us. And I'm going to go through this magazine and I'm going to point out different stories and how they connect actually to my life. Because a lot of the articles that they have in here are things that a foreigner can relate to, or at least I have. So let's check it out. I'm going to page eight, and on page eight, the first one, I'm going to comment on things that stand out. So this one is loosely translated. It's already been 90 years from the founding of the volunteer firefighters in our town. Now, why that's interesting is that I actually live just down the street uh, from where the firefighter building is. One of the unique things that I found when I first moved to my town was every year, around this time actually, in June, there'd be a lot of cars parked just a few hundred yards from our house. And a big motorized sound comes from from a field nearby. And I remember our family trying to figure out what was going on. And the community, every year around June, has a firefighters competition. Now, I never grew up with anything like this in the United States. I was a suburban kid. Uh, I, I suppose in different country towns in the United States, farm communities, they have things. Uh, I, I think there's a 4-H club or or other clubs and groups that do activities. But I'd never seen anything in the United States where they had firefighters competing in firefighting races. It's a really cool event. And I want to describe this for those of you who have never seen a firefighters competition. It usually takes place on a big green field. And on one end of the field is a platform. And on that platform is a motorized pump, big motorized pump. And there's a big, long hose wrapped up next to it. And then next to that platform is a big bin of water. And then on the other end of the field, maybe about 50 to 70 yards from that platform, there's a target. Now, the goal is for this team of people, which I think consists of about five or six people, to run down to the hose and hit the target with water. So what happens is the gun goes off and the timer starts. This team 
has to attach the hose to the motor, start the motor, put another hose into the bin of water, pump out that water, and people will run down with the big long hose to hit the target. The most fascinating part to me is that there's these two people who take the long hose while it's being attached and sprint down the field. And they're sprinting with this long hose that's unfurling. And one of the people midway to the target stops and just holds down the hose because the water is starting to pump through it. And they hold it down so it doesn't spray everywhere. And the second person runs all the way that 50 to 70 yards and then dives down to the ground, pins it to the ground, and shoots water at the target. Now, the team that can do that the fastest wins. And it's really amazing to watch because I think, and I don't have the official statistics, but some of these teams can do this in you know, 13 seconds, 14 seconds. It is amazing to watch it. And you see they'll have teams of children doing this, uh, teenagers doing this, and then adults. And it's quite an athletic feat. So I always find that kind of unusual, and, and, but we love it. We, we like to go down there and watch what's going on. The community gets together, and it's a pretty neat thing to watch. It's a big community event every year. The firemen play a really important role in our little community because it's really all that's in the community outside of a preschool and um, a pub. You know, every year the firemen come and knock on our door and invite us to the firemen's ball. They're always smiling and just inviting us along. And it's, it's a little bit jarring. You come there, it's in a good way. It's like this community together. What is this event that I've never seen anything like that before? So as we turn the page, I turn the page and go, um, and I, I get a real big kick out of this one. Keeping the Sunday peace. That's how I'm translating it. Or the Sunday calm. And there's, a, I guess, a, a, a note or a letter from the mayor of our town saying, please remember to not do anything loud on Sundays. Do not cut your grass. In fact, the picture here is a picture of a lawnmower sitting in a field with a you know those yellow smiley figures on there. Except for this time, it's with a frown. You know, in the United States, where I come from, Americans have their freedom, and Americans, if it's in your own little castle in your little yard, you get to do whatever you want whenever you want. It comes from a very fiercely independent, fiercely individual culture. And actually, you can kind of see that today a lot of times uh, in the debate in the United States right now in regards to should I wear a face mask or should I not? The Czech community all rallied around and wore face masks. You can see my podcast um, episode on that. Uh, I think it's episode three. But in America, you're fiercely independent and your world is your world and it you get to do what you want. Um, and I always want to read the last line here, and it's translated. I'll say it in Czech, and then I'll translate it. Není nic důležitějšího než respektování soukromí a dobré sousedské vztahy. There isn't anything more important out there than respecting the privacy and good neighborly relationships. And it goes different than what what I grew up with, uh, from the independent culture that you actually don't do something in order to keep the peace with your neighbors. That's kind of interesting. And right next to it, this is the the one, you know, a foreigner always has something that they just don't get about culture. And this one is is kind of interesting. They are installing new wireless 
megaphones on poles throughout the town. Now, what I say about that, there's these, uh, for those in the United States that don't know, uh, each town has these loudspeakers that people, the town will use for announcements or, or something. And, um, you know, when I first got to Czech Republic, it was always a little bit creepy to see these, these loudspeakers. Now, they can be used for things like, you know, a warning for a natural disaster or something like that. But a lot of times they'll be used in the villages out here for announcements. Uh, I remember having moved here and just hearing the announcements, like, what are they talking about? Is this something really, really important? And really, it's that potatoes are, are on sale at the local grocery store. Or, you know, hey, you can buy peppers for X amount of crowns uh, today. And, uh, uh, but it was always disturbing because it, it, it just had this image of loudspeakers and Big Brother and they're announcing what's going on and maybe propaganda. But really all it is is potatoes and peppers. The other thing about it that I find crazy is that a lot of times they'll play polka music on there and it will just blare throughout the, the village for a small period of time but I can never quite get my mind around what is happening to me when I hear polka music I'm out on my deck grilling and polka music just starts playing out and um, in fact I think I have a clip here as to what it sounds like so here we go <laughs> and it's that sound every time and it throws me back to the thought of, well, how did I get here and what am I doing? <laughs> it's because nothing in the United States is quite like that, having a broadcast through a loudspeaker, and especially not having like polka music going on. But I kind of think the firefighters' competition and the request to not cut your grass on a Sunday or just playing polka music on a random day are images that we're all in this together. And in the United States, that wasn't something that I was actually used to. I was used to just kind of going about my own business. And you have neighbors and you're friendly with them, of course, but not that you're all in it together. So that's that page. Um, let's keep going on. If you turn a couple more pages, you come to something that's actually kind of dear to me. It's another community-oriented uh, program, and it's it's a cinema. Uh, the town has a local cinema. It's a one-room cinema, and it's quite a cozy place. And this means a lot to me because where I used to live, if you remember in the grandmother podcast, uh, right next to where I live with my Czech grandmother was a cinema. I learned some lessons there too. You know, an American goes to a cinema, usually buys a big thing of popcorn, sits in the in the movie and just chomps on his popcorn and slurps his drink and that's what you do because that's your own little world. Whereas in Czech, when I first got here, they looked down at people who ate popcorn or brought popcorn or snacks into it because they wanted everything to be quiet. Everything was for the good of the community. Now, being a young American, I didn't quite realize this all the time, and I still thought I had my own way of doing things. And I remember <laughs> I, I, I used to make some nachos at home. I would just walk on over with my plate with my hot pad glove and sit there and just chomp away at nachos in the local's next door cinema. This is just talking about how the cinema's reopening after quarantine and uh, how it's going to start to get going again. Again, I was not used to the idea of trying to be polite and quiet to other people because I could be in my own little world. It's these different things from my upbringing that every foreigner has. Every foreigner has these different things when they go into the new culture that are different than their upbringing. And uh, for me, it's my individual culture, for better or for worse. 
I had to adapt to the community oriented uh, approach of the checks. And um, being a foreigner has exposed me to, to something different. And that's a good thing because I learned something new. Whether it's maybe I should not run my lawnmower on Sunday because people are trying to relax or, or maybe be careful bringing nachos to the cinema. You know, now I'm part of the community. And uh, there was a famous American TV show called Cheers years ago. And, and the song started off with, I want to be where everyone knows your name. And I want to be in the place where people know my name. And in order to do that, you got to be part of that community. Thankfully, I am. However, I will say, I still struggle with that music, that polka music that plays. I still don't know how to read that. <laughs> so there are some things that the foreigner can still look at and be like, I don't understand why that happens. Anyways, that's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it's a little bit lighter today. Hopefully, it gives you something to think about. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Curtain podcast. If you want to get the show notes or have new episodes delivered directly to your phone, you can go to the website behindthecurtainpodcast.buzzsprout.com to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, any ratings, reviews, or shares are greatly appreciated. If you'd like to connect, you can write me at thebehindthecurtainpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your questions and comments. This is Justin Loy. Take care. And I'll talk to you later.